In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master of our wee little podcast. Hi, I'm Dave McTighg, and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. And I'm ready for considering and poring over Ivar's incredible items. Ah, oh, nice. wonderful, wonderful. Yes, we love to see it. Um, hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demiborn Wizard, and I'm tapped into the system. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. I'm David Sheeran. I play Ivar Ironclad, who is... Very happy about his new friends. Nice. And I'm Billy Stewart playing Stefan Shepard, human on leave barbarian, and his beloved pet goat, Ramsey. And they're ready to go off the cuff tonight. Hey! <laughs> Ooh! Nice. Two, uh, two tailoring jokes, two consider porium jokes. Balancing it all out here. Excellent. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, so we will get with the recap on the last episode and then kick into some Considerporium action. Preparations. After brunch, the gang went to get fitted out at Loam Taylor's by the eager but flustered Dot Cobblecraft. Then they split off to do their own preparations for the main event. Ivar wrote the synopsis for each of the items and passed them to Stefan to write, selecting the first of the six monastic scrolls to put on display and the last few touches to make it just right. Gwen went to do a security checkup on the Midnight System, using her arcane abilities to tap into the system's security wards, giving her an ability to bypass the wards and also be notified of anything the wards might pick up. Darby went back to work and caught up with Gimbal. Money makes the gears go round, after all. Stefan started work on the process of the operation of the Considerporium and how it would work collecting new items for it, as well as penning all the descriptions for the items for Ivar. Hitted out in their new finery, they headed over to the Midnight System. Greeted by the early event-goers, they arrive at the Considerporium. Penelope looks at Ivar, saying, Are you ready for the main event? And that is where we pick up immediately right now this second. Uh very last few preparations for the main event before the curtains open and the public enter. Um, we said we will start off with a couple of skill checks. So why not I go ahead and explain the skill challenge for today? Ooh, okay. So we've had skill challenges before. So this one's pretty similar. Um, how this one is going to work, we are going to continue until we get either five successes or five failures. Oh God, okay. But look, we've already got one goal. We've already got one success. We're already tilting the scales in the way that we want. So we're going to keep going. There is hidden DCs. I'm not going to say if you've passed or failed until we get to the end. <laughs> I'm going okay. to add a little bit of suspense to it. Um, there is hidden DCs that depict whether we've passed or failed, how difficult the um, challenge is. And then once we get to one or the other, um, I will narrate the, the finale of it. 
So I you were just going to say, and you all die. <laughs> and then you all die. That's normally what I do say. So, yeah. Um, if you get five failures, maybe you do die. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. Let's start off first with Ivar's check writing all of the synopsis. And I think this is a good use of the history check. All right. Great. Give me a history check. Sure. And just out of curiosity here, um, I have uh, advantage on knowledge checks. So this would not be a history knowledge check, would it? This would not, no. This would be you using your um, learnedness in all things historical to try and, instead of learning history, provide a form of how other people can learn history. Sure. No, that, that makes total sense. I'll... Okay. Good hustle. Gotta try, you know. <laughs> I I also want to jump in and fight, but I'm not going to do it. I can, I, I I I'm resisting the urge. <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask a question here just before finishing this up, and I want to I want to get a, a a small answer. Um, so the storm room would let me uh I guess on a short rest so much give myself advantage on things, um. Would it be out of the realm of possibility for me to use that in a yeah. pinch? Or... Is it just a use? Is this? So um, this is kind of like I activate it for a minute. I, ha I can give myself advantage. I can give other people advantage. Or I can give people disadvantage. And it charges uh, yeah. on a short rest. Yes, yes, yes. I know the one. You enter like a prolific state. Hmm. Um. Yeah, you can use that. It's up to you when you want to use that. It only lasts a minute, so I'm definitely going to say it only lasts for one check. It all depends on which check you want to use it for. That's perfectly fair. That's perfectly fair. Um, so, you know, let's say I rolled a two right now, and I got <laughs> eight all together. And, you know, I feel like I definitely should be using it here, because history is my, my job, and I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel I'm already feeling nervous, so I think I, I I feel like maybe I should just use it now and just get that out of the way. To be honest, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Might be a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give that a go. Yeah, okay, that's better. That's better. That's a thirteen. So nineteen altogether. Oh, thirteen on the die, nineteen in total. Nice, nice, nice. Um, sweet. I will jot that down. So that is cool. Okay. Now we move over to Stefan, who is writing up the first draft, I guess, the loose kind of outline that will also be available for people to peruse um, of what the process flows and actions for the Considerforium will be from a bureaucratical point of view. That's exactly what we're going to use. Do you want to give me a bureaucracy check? <laughs> Oh, I wish I was a cleric so I could give guidance. <laughs> Do I get advantage because Ramsey is helping? Um, I'm going to say no. Or for shop. Yeah. You keep hustling, boy, boys. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm going to be very stingy on the advantage during skill checks, usually. That's fair. Yeah. As I believe we've started all of the recent episodes, the luckiest number, seven. Ah, seven. Seven in total. Okay. Great. So that is all of the preparations pre-entering here at the Midnight System. The public is about to enter. What would you like to do before they do? 
Make another run up the process book. <laughs> um, Stefano, no. Stefano, no. You'll get ink everywhere. <laughs> Resist. Um, can Gwen take up a position where she can like see everyone? I don't know. Gwen's just going full like you know security ops, like fucking watching people. Yeah. Um, all the booths, um, like all the like um, the dinner booths that look out onto the uh thing are empty except for the one that's full uh the lookout into the stage are empty except for the one that has the two guards in it so you can post yourself up there if you want to be a little closer to the action you can post yourself maybe up on the stage have a little bit of elevation is there a way to go from one to the other like she's just i don't know gonna, gonna go be like patrolling like nuts no so like the the where you had dinner earlier is like the it's like the upper circle right so you'd have to like go back out and down the stairs and down across into the stalls basically where the main cabaret is or you can just be on the stage which is no yeah i think the stage is best because then i get to see at least the top and the bottom floor or whatever so yeah she'll just kind of yeah and that's where the bigger bits are aren't they so maybe yeah that's a good way to be yeah Yeah, the more more room up there the things like dildo lens armor um and stuff is posted up there Great. Yeah. Without further oh. ado, oh, have you anything? I, yeah. Um, so, psst, Ivar. Yes, uh, Darby. So, you and the Embersots. Mm. How do you get on? Clan uh, warfare? That's amicable? A... So, that's a very interesting question. <laughs> Voice in the sky, tell me about the political thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. So currently, as it stands, there is seven dwarven clans, and ironclad clan are the chief ruling clan of the majority um, government, basically. So there's four clans, um, including the ironclad that support the ironclad um, right to rule. Um, those four clans being ironclad, stonebreaker, embersut, and hammerweld. Yeah. The, um, uh, oh god. The other, sorry. yeah, sorry. The other three are in opposition, um, currently. Um, them being Goldshire, Silvervane, and Rockhound. The Embersuts typically are the swing vote. Mm. Um, but the last few um elections, basically, the last few um uh, rights to rule um have they vote they've sided with the Ironclad. Okay. Uh, no, like uh, Embersuts are absolutely a. I, I I I wouldn't hesitate to call them like close friends, but they're I definitely say we're, we'd consider ourselves allies m- more times than not. Oh, that's good. So yeah, uh, yeah. why'd you ask? Oh, I think you might have a visitor, a client of mine, Novar, um, Embersot. Oh, um, okay. He called in for his usual like materials and stuff. Gimbo just informed me today, um, but. Uh, he said he might call down. Okay, more, the more the merrier, to be honest. I, I, I'd i be absolutely happy to see anyone from home. That's good. Not nervous, are you? A bit, if I'm being totally honest with you, a, a bit. But, uh, you know, nothing that a couple of, like, uh, minutes just actually seeing the, the reality of the situation won't, you know, disperse. Like, the pl- everything looks fantastic. So just once people come in and start kind of, like... Looking and, and and commenting, I think every I think the nerves will vanish. Yeah, this is important. So it's anything you need me to do because I don't have a clue. 
Oh, oh, okay. Um, I guess if you, hmm, I suppose if you find if there's anyone you know that might be, you know, checking out any of the exhibits, uh, I suppose just, you know, be yourself. Be a be very sociable and just like help make the whole thing feel like a a, a nice time for them. You know, uh, when in doubt, okay. uh, maybe. I guess maybe like um so some of these relics you're you're aware of like you've encountered them in person so like I guess if you're if they're curious maybe embellish a little about how we ran into them but like you know give give them a little bit of a story if possible okay but I can't say how we actually got them of course of course but you know what I mean like a uh, um omission rather than deception okay yeah, so schmoozing is what I'm doing. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what uh, I'd like, uh, you know, that's why I suggest anyway. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Excellent. So, there's nothing else. The curtains will open and people will start pouring in. Okay, well, that's what they do. <laughs> so I was just pausing for any interjection. Okay, no. So yes, um, <laughs> the staff of the Midnight System, dressed in their finery, um, open the curtains and pull them back with drawstrings um, to allow eager um, people in. There is a gentle hum um, accompanying these people as just low chatter of excitement as people start to make their way around the exhibits. Um, there is quite a good number of people here. It is pretty full. It is not packed, um, but there definitely is um, enough people that it's very easy to um, accidentally bang an elbow um, or bump into someone as you're trying to get past someone. So good crowd. You do notice some, some familiar faces. The Galandries come in, of course. Um, dressed in all of the finest elven um, ceremonial uh, attire that you would not expect any less of the Galandries. Uh, B Sparks is here in a beautiful, simple um, uh, cut dress that just hangs off their frame elegantly. Elegantly? That's a word. Um, uh, Novar Embersut comes in. Um, this kind of the Embersut um, clan are all these very dark-skinned dwarfs with these kind of coal-like red irises, and they're very striking-looking. Um, what catches you immediately about Novar, um, Ivar? Oh, actually, mm -hmm. they're very similar when I wrote those. Maybe yeah, it's getting confusing. Uh, <laughs> Novar. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the ember suits for everybody else at home are the coal and fossil fuel and all of that kind of stuff. Um, that's the clan that they are a part of. Um, so most ember suits, even the higher up family, don't really have a lot of facial hair because it's burnt off by all of the lava they hang out with. But oh. is different. He's got a pristine beard. Which is very uncharacteristic um, of an Embersut. Interesting. Um, and with the name Embersut as well, he is a clan uh, family member, like you are a family member of the Ironclads, unlike Gwen, who isn't a family member of the Stonebreakers, but still a member of the clan. Um, 
Dorothy comes in and you see alongside her a familiar elf um, that you met on the barge coming down from Wallbank. You see a halfling enter, um, flanked by two guards. Darby, your um, Stefan are probably the only ones that recognize this. This is Gareth Southgraff, the mind of agriculture. A- another representative comes from the mercantile faction. They are a um, a gnome, a rock gnome dressed in absolute finery suit, basically the Gizmo Brook equivalent of like Armani um, and they have just a gold and platinum jeweled rings on every single finger um, Darby and Stefan as well you would know this is Fenwem Barrows representative of the mercantile faction Barrows? Yeah. Barrows, yeah Very loud Yes, very loud very gregarious mm. um, Who else is here? Yes, the final um standout person that um, that you recognize, at least anyways, among the crowd of people. It isn't just these 12 people. It's, of course, among the crowd of people as they enter. Um, also flanked by two um, guards, two automatons. Um, highly uh, different than the typical guard um, around here. Um, these are taller, more armored, um, heavier looking. Um, they don't seem to be carrying any weapons, but have these like long um, fists um, clenched and look very menacing. And in between them, there is a gnome dressed in just a simple um, kind of gray robe, almost almost drab looking, but you can tell that it's also expensive. Um, and they almost are moving like they're floating. You know this to be a person called Igor who is Veloptima's um, assistant, and Veloptima would be the mind of security. So those are all the people that have showed up. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be how... It, it's, it's, it's going to be how it's going to be, you know? I wrote them all down, so I have them here, but also I'm still scared. <laughs> you know, I... reference back to any of them again, let me know. I can, I can re... Um... Redescribe them for you, or if you're talking mm-hmm. to them, whatever you want to do. Oh, fair, fair. I'm, I'm only thinking, how can I sell archaeology, an, an agriculturist on an, or an archaeology? That's how. That's what's going in the back of my head. I think I can handle most of them, but our agriculture. What would they care about? Hmm. Ancient techniques of agriculture. Ancient techniques of agriculture. I mean, maybe rediscovered. Yeah, mm-hmm. who can say? Yes, so the hum and the drum of people chit-chatting, um, looking at all the artifacts, um, having canopies, small drinks, um, chatting to each other. Um, what is everybody doing? Let's add to the skill challenge. Who do you want to talk to? How do you want to affect the, the day, the event? This might sound stupid, but... Obviously, the skill challenge is not stupid. A <laughs> dumb one might say. Um, no, but like, obviously, what we're trying to do is make it sure that the it's a success. Correct? There's no like hidden thing that we're not realizing. Yeah. Like for us, success is that it goes well. It obviously, goes you might well, have yeah. different things that may might you know other things and th- whatever. But like, yeah, right. 
Yeah, the aim okay. of the skill challenge is to make the day go as or the event go as best possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> There's always a name to the skill challenges, Gary. Tell them the aim. That is yeah. No, no, no. Good, good, good. Cool. So, like, I suppose from Gwen's point of view, she's nervous about like fucking something up, and like, you know, she no, she can come off a little brash or a bit like, you know, too much sometimes. So, what she's going to do is maybe just keep doing the security thing that she's been doing, and then also like be a connection for the boys. So, like, message the lads and make sure that they're okay. So, try and keep eyes on them at all times. Make sure that they're okay if they need to dig out or like an aid action, for example, that she might be able to come up and help them if they need to. And also maybe use detect thoughts every now and again to like make sure that the overall flow of the party or the overall feelings or thoughts of the party are going well, if that makes sense. So that's what she would like to try and contribute. Be like the communication, be like the behind the scenes, be connected in for Ivar and the boys and make sure that they're doing good. Yeah, I get you. I think that's kind of like an insight check, right? You're trying to read the room and relay information as best amongst everyone. There's also a little strategy element to it, but I don't know how to... But I think insight works. No, yeah, and I think that's like, she is trying to make sure that like, by reading people's thoughts or reading the room, that she's getting a feel of like, what's, if there's something off or going, or anything we need to check on or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if the guards are being a bit much, or if they're, you know what I mean? They're the good, something wasn't out, or if she can tell Penelope like, hey, I don't know. This yeah, person this seems upset, more and they seem fancy. Yeah. yeah, babes, can you get them something sourced? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're helping the many different facets of the event. You're helping the actual event staff and crew, and also helping your teammates. Um, yeah, I'm trying to gel our situation with the with the actual uh, place that we are in together. Sort yeah. of connection between those two things. Yeah. yeah. Give me an insight check. Okay. Inside check, inside check, inside check. Okay. Uh, that's a 17. Okay. So 12 plus 5. It was on a 2 for a hot second. So we're all oh, good. Wow. Yeah. Um, Gwen's organization. Um, yeah, if I don't know if this affects it, but like she will, if I need to throw in it, like use up a detect thought spell slot now, I, I'll do that and all that kind of crack. I'd say, yeah, do use it up as, as a kind of aid to it, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, with your detect thought, uh, I assume you're not de- de- delving into anyone's mind as per se, but the surface thoughts are is that the majority of people are having a a good time. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of the people here are you can tell are not so much interested in the actual material of the event. They just mm-hmm. are happy to be at an event. Uh, in the midnight system that's just okay. a kind of thing they do but there is many people who are actually engaging with the items um, wonderful yeah. if i can so i suppose if i'm if i'm doing the tech thoughts and i'm inciting that i will pick out people maybe and then like message ivar and be like oh um you know elf over there or gnome over yeah. there or halfling they're interested in you know the the pots that we found or that the the kunai that we found and then be like and give him just like a basically give him an intro to what the conversation could be or why they're interested in the piece i don't know i'm trying to like (laughs) no that's in my head that's exactly what you're doing and that's exactly what your role was just okay great 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 um and and finding uh that's how you're aiding the we don't have to go through each one of those conversations but no exactly how yeah, I'm trying to give what I would. Yeah, and also, yeah, same for Stefan. So if like someone's like, "Oh, the calligraphy on this note is wonderful," I'll be like, "Your best friend, go." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? 
Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. And I feel like Darby knows what he's at in general of like who to smooth and who he knows who who people are better than I do. So yeah, yeah. I mean, to you, um, they just all look like people except mm-hmm. for obviously the people you know being the Galandries B and ooh, I missed someone. Feck. Oh. late entrance. Let's call them that. Um, okay. Do you know Dorothy? Uh, yeah. Um, B and Galandries, of course. Um, well, you know his father, you assume. Oh no, you've met his mother. Um, yeah. Don't have the half. Huh? Did they not I don't think. No, I don't think never did. Father, yeah. Okay, maybe it's just father. Well, you see a uh, a beautiful elf lady um, on Tyrrell's arm that looks very like Darby. So you assume. Mm. Um, <laughs> there is we, we know Darby, so we'll make no assumptions. Um. <laughs> 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 very true. Very true. Correct. Uh, Correct. So um, another person enters um, shortly after. It's a little late. Um, they are dressed formally as well. Uh, not quite black tie formal like most of the other people here. Um, a little bit more still work formal, almost military. Um, I think Stefan will probably be the only person that would recognize their uniform. I don't think anybody would recognize them um, as the person they are. But um, I'm there. Stefan definitely notes the importance of their uniform. Um, you probably all will get a glimpse of of it, but um, Stefan would definitely pick it out as as a leader of dense. <gasps> um, Stefan, you probably think being a gnome and being in Gizmobrook, this is probably the leader of the Gizmobrook branch of dense. Great. <laughs> I I just instantly make eyes at everyone else <laughs> um if he makes eyes at me and i can tell he's doing it i'll message him instantly and be like you you good you good you good bro all right that, that's the gizmo brook leader of dance which is, uh, is good i guess potentially uh, uh okay give me give me give me give me five minutes and then i will do want to do another thing but i want everyone else obviously to do things first as well Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, you can. Yeah. So you relaying um, information. That's totally fine, Gwen. You can do that. Um, oh no, it's it, it's a it's a bigger thing than that. That I okay. might have to like step away and do something. But yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, want everyone else to have turns and do stuff first. <laughs> Fifth. That is late entrance to the party. Um, who wants to go next? What does anybody else want to contribute? Uh, yeah, I, I think early on as well, Stefan would hopefully have retained some of the information he wrote down as well. So, is aiding, you know, anyone that looks a bit lost or has a question, or Gwen directs for the calligraphy. But yeah, maybe making an effort to get over to Gareth's doubt grasp before the dense person arrives. And just, you know, I assume they both have, you know, an agricultural appreciation and he might. React well to Ramsey. Yeah. Mm. Also, he's part Ramsey of the mind, angle. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you want to go talk to Gareth? Yep. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, you head up to this um, gnome, dressed quite well, um, as I said, accompanied by guards, um, humanoid guards, not automaton guards, just to make it um, clear. Um, he's, sorry, he's a halfling, right? He's a halfling, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, he's the only halfling mind. Um, he is. He's got a dual role in the councils of Gizmobrook. He was the um, and still is the agricultural representative 
and the representative of the um, halfling faction here in Gizmobrook. Um, and after the old agricultural mind um, passed, um, they decided to just extend um, that role to Gareth as the overlap between the mind's role and the representative's role was kind of getting blurry anyway. So um, he showed himself to be very, um, very good at his job and he became the first non-known to be a mind on the Council of Gizmobrook. Um, so yeah, you make your way over. Um, he is currently looking at actually the the um, old pots you found in um, the inns. Um, and he's chatting away to someone else beside him um, who seems to be accompanying him as the two guards walk behind him, one gnome and one halfling um, dressed in this, you know, classic heavy's armor, as we're calling it now. Uh, mind Stoutgrass, uh, thank you so much for coming. If there's any way I can aid you, please feel free to ask any questions. I hope you're enjoying our event. Uh, it, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's actually, it's very good. It's very interesting. You don't really get to see these kind of things very often. Um, sorry, you know mine, but uh, can I ask your name? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm uh, Stefan Shepard. Stefan Shepard and, and this fine little fellow. Oh, this is Ramsey, uh, my pet goat. Good. To Ramsey, meet you. say hi. Mer, mer. And he kind of gives a little shake of his head in the affirmative. Um, Gareth goes, uh, "Good to meet you both. Are you, are you a uh, an attendee, a viewer, or uh, were you doing other bits for the event?" I was uh, supporting uh ivar with his work on this mainly the administration side ivar ironclad sorry the great mind behind the consideratorium so um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. writing these wee pieces and such ah uh -huh. oh so are you friends with with him and um darby isn't it his father was telling me about it that's why i came along oh excellent uh yeah, yes yes uh we we met over in uh, Laurel Bank and were able to uh, develop this idea together. So excellent, excellent. Well, it, it it's quite impressive so far. Um, I don't quite know yet what use all these things would be, except for pretty things to look at. But I I color me intrigued as of yeah. Yeah, well, information in the past can always uh, feed into the now. I. I had the opportunity to run through some of your uh, lands outside of the discs, and it's always nice to get back to grips with nature. I know Ramsey very much appreciated it. Yes, yeah, yeah. We're very lucky to have the space we do. It, it's so how so industrious mm -hmm. and ever growing this city is. It's it is very good to have a little bit of greenery. Um, you know what? Sometimes I do wish we could have a little bit more, but uh, Oh no, I'm only one man and one mind. I don't know about that. Your work speaks for itself. And the first non-known to sit as a mind, I mean, that's an amazing achievement. Ah, that's much, much more of a formality, really. I'm still primarily the agricultural representative and I get to sit while the fancy gnomes make all their big decisions. Oh, I, I'm sure you're being modest, but... Um... As much as I would love to talk shop, I'm, I'm sure I see you're admiring the cookware here. 
it, it's yeah. amazing this is some of uh, our older pieces and it's preserved amazingly it it has how how old exactly is this piece it's uh a bit over 800 years i believe oh wow it's been preserved through family lines since then yes yes wow quickly checking the sheet again yes yes <laughs> <laughs> two columns do say do not say <laughs> you know if, if anyone knows how to keep metal so it would be the iron pad so very true um if this was an rpg uh there would be a little um uh, Gareth Stoutgrass remembers this with an yeah. arrow after you saying that. <laughs> Very Dragon Age. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you'd be quite right there. Um, well, Stefan, I won't keep too much more of your time, but um, and he pulls out a small wallet and goes, um, this is my card. Um. You ever want to set up a meeting and talk some more shop? Let me know. Apparently, yeah, Stefan is doing backflips. Thank you, thank you. Yes, definitely. And uh, I'll pass it on to uh, Ivar as well, of course. Great. Thank you. Um, so, what check will this be? That was some good RP, but we still need to um, add a success or failure to the board. He was clearly deceiving him, right? He said he was like, you know, sound. <laughs> Good <at> his job. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> like, uh, I imagine some of it was going to be in reference to what was written as well. I'm going to let you sell me on a skill. And I'll say yes or no. Um, there's no real just like talking on this thing. Just persuasion. I know persuasion is obviously like connotations of actually trying to persuade somebody but sometimes that's just the one that is just like talking but i don't hmm. want us to just have four more persuasion checks yeah yeah that's fair yeah but it like if we have to do that we have to but like if you want to angle it some other way go for it i i think nature does make sense because you know referencing uh, the, yeah yeah i'm saying like this is how it's relevant to what you're doing and he's all nature yeah i can get on board with that totally give me nature check nature Oh, okay. Uh, 22. 22. Oh. <laughs> I'm feeling 22. Stefan's chat with Gareth. You don't know which column that's gone in, but gone in. Um, yeah. Excellent, Stefan. So, yeah, who wants to go next? So, I, I, have, uh, I have some ideas. Go for them. Mm -hmm. Love it. So, there are, like, kind of, uh, in my head, there are two kind of skills that outside of history that Ivor really excels at. And well, while one isn't really uh, applicable in some cases, I feel like it could be more useful here. Uh, that would be Arcana. And okay. I think it's all about context in this, in this specific situation. You know, um, so I'm thinking Ivor would be looking for people, uh, I guess, I guess in this case, uh, the kind of people who would be uh, most interested in history from an arc, like from the perspective of someone interested in arcana of in magic, how it could apply to the actual world, and I think 
either Ivor will be approaching it in the case of here is how you know this magic could relate how you know that this could relate to the history of magic uncovering its pasts yeah. and potentially even kind of dipping into rune magic explaining it though i suppose we, we've kind of talked that's more of a history thing than an arcana thing yeah but um but the marriage of the two that like it the your runic magic and runic, runic ability is kind of a marriage of the two right it's not classic mm -hmm. arcana like gwen and the wizard but it's not classic history isn't i'm just trying to no. learn things it, from books it's a mixture of both yeah absolutely it's al it's almost like a substituting like uh i guess an external power source for knowledge itself yes yeah yeah exactly yeah absolutely how do you want to use that skill you want to uh be the be up like presenting some pieces to interested people that gwen points out to or Definitely. I think um, people who kind of show a specific interest in, like, how do I put the the, the hot button items, the the items that actually have <laughs> magic, yes. you know, <laughs> that uh, have, a, like, show off, like, some very distinct abilities. Like, I, I'm sure Orbit is on a shelf somewhere right now, all yeah. shined up. And I'm sure, like, you know, along with Phil's mace, so I'd be... Uh, Ivor would be kind of going around to those people who are take, taking kind of, like, particular notice of those great yeah well, and i think those kind of things the more weapony things would all kind of be together probably up on the stage um, probably yeah so the armor um orbit um fills makes um all those kind of bits are definitely up there so if you want to be up um presenting go for it okay we're going to do this slightly differently i'm going to get you to do so instead of doing the rp and then doing the skill check like with stefan i'm going to get you to do the skill check and depending on how that goes i'll see who comes to chat to you okay Ooh, okay so, um, um oh, can i could i help because it is arcana and also i'm on the stage as in like i don't mean actively help but i mean just like he knows that i'm there i've been messaging lots he knows he can give me an eye if like do you know what i mean that's uh, that, that, that was your this is stemming from your skill check. Okay, it's already I my my help has happened already. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I see it anyways and correct me if I'm wrong. Ivar, it, it, it's Ivar picking up on what you're pick, putting down and as someone who you've pointed out as interested is walking by, he's being extra gregarious. Um, yeah. informative with them. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, like if he was really far away, like in the crowd, I couldn't rush over and help. But if you know what I mean, I can be like, oh, oh, you know, because I'm there. I'm, you know, just throw some of those. I don't know. That's, that's just what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. The, the performance a, of it as well. Yeah. A total just, that's a nice thing to be doing, but it's not going to okay. help. <laughs> Worth a try. Good hustle. Okay. If it, oh, uh, one thing though, um, the storm rune does just give me advantage on arcana checks oh yes that's its base ability yeah go for yeah. it as well as immunity to surprise which i think is a very powerful rune oh, wow, that is and i use surprise a lot actually mm. you love a bit of surprise mm. okay so first roll was a 14 so that would be 17 altogether and second roll is a 14 which is 17 altogether ah. okay you're so prolific it was meant to be hmm um okay so this is ivar okay with a 17 <clears throat> definitely 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 um the glandries come up for sure um tyrell seems very interested 
um, as you're talking through, but kind of a little bit more anecdotal. He's he's definitely giving you his aid of um, giving you his ear and being eagerly interested in your um, in your what you're presenting to kind sure. of show that you know um, person of his station is interested in it. Um, but as well as that. The um the person in the dense uniform comes up to you. Um, it is a it is a male rock gnome, um, older, um, half moon glasses um at the end of their nose. Um, there is a long beard extends, um, just out from the, his jaw directly downward. So there's no facial hair on the upper half of his face. Um. Hair on the top of his head is in a high bun, very well organized, very prim and proper. Um, uh, again, military-esque uniform. Got his badges, got his stripes, and that let you know that he is a high-ranking member of Dents. Um, and he comes up to you and goes, So uh, are you the person we have to thank for this wonderful event? Indeed, indeed. But uh, it 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 certainly wasn't just me alone. But uh, yes, I, I'm the one who organized it, and I'm uh, the one who's. Uh, I suppose you could call me a curator of this consideratorium. Sure, sure. Um, how about you tell me about these pieces here? They look absolutely. So uh, right here is um a uh very special armor. It's um call it. We've been I've been calling it along with my colleagues uh, a funeral armor, uh, which um, the dwarven champion of uh, Moradin was uh, buried in. It's uh, a very special piece. It is ordained in a large number of runes and has helped uh, helped me personally. Kind of, I how how do I put this? It's helped me. Um, make the final kind of conclusions with unearthing uh, a form of long-forgotten magic called rune magic, which uh, I've been studying inadvertently for the past five years. I assumed at the time it was a form of old dwarvish philosophy, but it, well, it is a far more literal than it, it reads. It actually does have uh, magical effects, and it doesn't seem to make use of the weave. He nods. He's mm -hmm. very carefully listening. Um, he's kind of, his hands are behind his back. Um, his shoulders are up straight. He's got very good posture. Um, mm -hmm. Except he is kind of leaning slightly in his ear into you. Um, just showing a little bit of his age. Even though okay. he's still um, very stoic um, mm -hmm. and very professional. He nods at your descriptions of that. Yeah, and I'd I'd say Ivor would kind of go into detail about applications for rune magic, and uh, I think after a certain point, like when he kind of you know covered you know the full catalog, so to speak, he'd kind of go on to other relics and discuss uh, orbit as a shield, just kind of its kind of a uh, novelty effects. Uh, who he kind of at the moment is presuming may be responsible for it, but. You know, he's kind of going through the, the full display, you know? Very interesting, young Ivar. And Thank you. The shield, orbit, you called it. Yes. Where am I, I asked, did you require such a thing? So, 
the majority of these pieces were all acquired. Um, so the majority of these pieces were all acquired um, through uh, family friends, through my own family's kind of own relic, uh, own uh, uh, archives and the like. But Orbit was something I actually purchased from a um, antique dealer. An antique dealer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a word you hear all that often. No, it's it's a very uh, I suppose you could say on a niche profession. Most definitely in this day and age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, for what I'm interested in studying, it they're they're doing a kind of a you could say like an essential service. I guess so. I definitely guess so. Well, thank you, Ivor, for your time. It's been very no problem. You're speaking very well on your island, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. And they pull on leave. Leave, oh. leave, leave. Leave, leave, leave. Okay. okay. Oh. <sighs> Did you want to do something with them in the room? Kind of. Oh, we can do that. Well, it was it was basically to see if that had gone badly or well and to help with that, sort of. So I suppose if it's done, it's done, though. But you see them leaving. You've got the vantage point. Yeah, but you're, also, you're, up on, you're also up on the stage, right? So, like, you are close by. Okay, can I cast sending somewhere? Sure. Cool. I want to cast sending to Tipera. Okay. Uh, and be like, um, hey, uh, Gizmabrook, Rock, Gnome, Dense, tell me all you know about him. Uh, anything to avoid? Um, what does he like would be really helpful. Thank you. Okay. Take the couple of moments you see is, is the conversation where Ivar is still um, happening. Ivar is still um, presenting um, mm-hmm. to him and a couple of other people that are just kind of uh, orbiting around him. Lack of the... Lack shield. Um, yeah, it takes a couple of moments, but you do get a um, response back. Um, uh, the, okay, Harvey Wickerspell, leader <gasps> of the Dense Faction. He's quite great laced, quite in favor of the status quo. One of okay. the less adventurous leaders of Dense. Nice guys. Okay. Okay, 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 great. I may uh, have I'll... just outlawed antiquing in Gizmobrook, and I want yeah, to yeah, apologize yeah, yeah. to every every Gizmo, Gizmobian out there. I get, yeah, I guess she gets that information and just kind of like when he maybe is t- when Ivar is maybe moving around to another piece or is like finished speaking and someone else is speaking or something, she'll be like, she'll like message be like Harvey Wickerspell. You know, like really small little bursts of information so that he gets it, but like not that it overwhelms him or makes him, you know what I mean, would okay, stop yeah. him from thinking. Mm. Um, and then be like straight laced, not as adventurous. Um, maybe you could change his mind. Nice guy. Mm. Do, you, do you know, like okay. in those like little little message bursts like that? Yeah, is what what she she would have done during that. Yeah, if that mm. I, would help. I get you. I, get I don't you. know. <laughs> uh, like I, I don't know how to kind of go on, like expand specifically into what I've said without kind of leaning into straight up deception, you know, mm. which I kind of have already. But like, 
I mean, I'd have to uh, create a a like I either have to be complete. I'd either have to just kind of very much lean into as much truth about a antique stiller that I have, or I'd have to like yeah, it's a complete fabrication, and it's I I feel yeah. like I guess I could speak. Uh, nah, I, I I feel like what I said was is more or less what I would say. No, yeah, and I think I think what I did was just to like give you the more information about him, and like it it went along with actually what you did more so than not, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think you just t- kept it to like as straight as you could possibly keep it, and I think that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if we knew he was maybe like more leaning towards our kind of way of thinking, I, I might have been like, oh, push it a bit more. But I think the fact that you what you did was 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 the kind of the perfect amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I yeah I think I think that's actually a great way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um. So yeah. You know, I I am happy still that I did that. So I think it was a good a good thing to do to <laughs> add to everything. Yeah. Same. Also, by the way, um, Harvey entered and exit all by himself, no guards. Oh, that's so intriguing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, it it could just be someone who is very much in his own ways. Oh, he's powerful. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, got Darby yet? If you want to go schmoozing or anything else, Darby would like to do. Uh, yeah, I Darby will go and well, seeing seeing Dorothy with this strange elf who was spotted a few times, and Darby had an inkling it was him, is going to make his way up towards them. Yeah, go for it. Um, as you're passing along the way, you meet your parents. They're um, in the flow of moving around with the crowd, and they don't um, stay and chat too long. Um, your mother um, compliments you on how handsome you look and gives you a kiss on the cheek and sends you on your way. Uh, you make your way over to uh, Dorothy. Too many people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you make your way over to Darby. To Darby? You are Darby. Christ, uh, you make your way over. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, you make your way over to Dorothy, um, who is um, just um, uh, looking at some of the um, items in the center row, um, some of the smaller items you collected along the way, some kind of the uh, just more mundane items that you've been picking up here and there, some of the kitchenware, that kind of stuff. Uh, good evening. Thought you'd plant yourself here this evening. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, good to see you, Darby. How you been? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Well, I'm great, you know. Um, excellent. Yeah, I uh, when I got word that this was happening, I said I'd have to come and, and show my support anyway. Yeah, good crowd. Pretty unusual stuff, but like you know, it's interesting and it's good to have an event like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Absolutely. Um, oh, sorry. Um, th- this is um, just started with me the other week. This is my new um, assistant in the alchemy department. This ah, um, this is Lul. Um, Lul, this is Darby. Um, and Lul goes, uh, "Good to meet you, Darby. My name is Lul. Um, Lul Holomium. Ah, pleased to meet you. So, um, that is L U L E. H O L I M I O N. Holomun. H O L L I M. H O L I M I O N. Holomun. Gotcha. 
it's good to meet another friend of um, Dorothy's. Speak highly of you. <laughs> he had to remember her name as well. <laughs> it's, it's... But also, a friend of Dorothy's? <laughs> Dorothy's. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Friend of Dorothy's. Shout out to that so one. you're Whatever a crossover listeners we have with those two. Sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, so you're a botanist. Um, yes, um, alchemist specifically by trade, but um, of course, a lot of our reagents come directly from botany. And when the opportunity arose to um, apprentice with Dorothy, I jumped at it. So you've just moved to Gizmobrock? Um, yes, just a couple of days ago. Ah, uh, so from where? Sorry for being so, you know, curious, but just, you know, it's, from it's always the, interesting when there's a new elf arrives. From the Riverlands. I've, I've, I grew up in a smaller settlement outside of Everglade, but um, been studying in, in Everglade and um, looking around for uh, different teachers. Um, stopped off in Laurel Bank for a while, couldn't find anyone uh, that I really gelled with and made my way down here. And after an offer from Dorothy and going well. Ah, you were in Laurel Bank before you came here? For a short while, yes. Ah, so you you were here before, well, I'm sure you heard what happened. Yes, I have heard a terrible thing. Also, you were fortunate enough not to have been there during that time. Yeah, I got, got one of the last boats down. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, that's lucky. I hear there's trouble there again. Is that so? Uh, tough enough that's... being being locked down as that but if it's getting worse that is even more troublesome well so the rumors go but it hasn't broke yet i don't think yeah well, that's interesting <laughs> can i inside check them go for it i love a good inside check <laughs> Ugh. Dude, dude, that is not great at all that is a six six yeah he's Strange one. Um, it's hard to tell. He's, he talks in a strange way. It's hard to tell if it's all just one way or the other, if you get me. He's hard to pin down in his speech or mannerisms. He's very well put together, um, uh, very astute, uh, very intelligent language when he's speaking. Speaks very well. Um, but apart from that, you can't get any further intent from what he's been saying. Mm -hmm. um, what uh, is he still wearing that pendant? Give me a perception check. Uh, 14. 14. Yeah, 14 would be enough. Um, you don't see the pendant, but being um, the eagle-eyed and avant uh, jeweler that you are at times you don't see the pendant itself but you do see the small glimmer of a chain beneath his shirt okay what what, what well, i know darby was saying he finds it hard to to age humans but what do you know in elf years what sort of age this fellow is yeah so this this fellow would be fairly young he would be like uh mid-20s equivalent in in uh in elf years, so a little over a hundred. Mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, apart from like elves kind of get to that age and like stop looking older for a very long time. But you're pretty sure that he's he's about that age. Close enough to Darby, really. Yeah, so you interested in this sort of thing? Well, um, Dorothy said she was coming along and it, it sounded interesting. It sounded different. So I said I'd give it a go. Um, some of the pieces here are are very interesting. Um, that cup that seems to heat things up by itself would have a lot of good uses in, in alchemical fields. If only we had things like that around today, it would, it would save a lot of energy and fuels. Um, but also, where does it get its energy from? There's quite a few questions. Um, and Dorothy kind of goes and answers that question as well, as if it was directed to her too. And she goes, yeah, there's, there's a couple of interesting things around. It, most of it just kind of goes over my head anyway, like all the armor and stuff. It's kind of, it's all very pretty, but I don't know what it does. But um, it, it just all looks fun and interesting. That's kind of why I, I came along. Yeah, it's, well, it's not cogs and bolts and nuts. So, you know, kind of goes a bit over my head too sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's not stems and petals and all that. So it kind of goes over mine too. Oh, and I heard the flower arranging thing went well. Yes. Um. Yeah, your mother's group actually booked me in again for a couple of weeks time. Um. I think I might actually be going monthly, which would be interesting. It's kind of... You know me, Darby. I don't. I don't really socialize with those kind of people all that often. But they're they're a nice bunch, and they, they welcome me in, and I quite enjoy it. Yeah, and I heard you. You you've had your help here. Oh yes, uh, it'll give me some 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 help lifting and all the utensils and stuff. Um, it's I've just gotten used to working in the botanical gardens where everything's at hand. I've never had to transport a mini garden ever before. I never actually realized how much stuff there actually is. Yeah, well, um, I'm instructed to smooze around the place, so I'm going to smooze. Well, no one better. I hate smoozing, you know. I only come to people I want to talk to. I'm not going to talk to people I don't want to talk to. That's fair. It's honestly, <laughs> sounds exhausting to me. Well, Right, I'm, we... I'm going to find someone else to not annoy. Yeah, we won't keep... Graced with my presence. <laughs> exactly. Well, all the best with it. And little then goes, it was good to meet you, um, Darby. Um, hopefully we'll see you again soon. All the best. Uh, see ya. And then you move off. So, who do yep. you want to go schmooze? Oh, Darby's going to go to B. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriends don't count. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe he could... Uh, maybe he could schmooze with enough people he wants to actually schmooze with to improve the general environment of the Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, worth that, a that point to the work. party, yeah. Yeah, that would work too. Gwen is doing a, an overall you know, holistic improvement, so why, why can't Darby as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, you go over You go over to B. Um, B is actually looking at the display of the kunai, um, and she's kind of leaning uh, with her feet crossed underneath her um, with a glass of bubbly in one hand, just kind of reading the plaque, um, and doesn't look up at you as you come over to her, and she goes, "Hey, shithead!" I came here all on your own, on your lonesome, and drinking on your own. Tragic. Um, well, everyone down at Claude is a little boring. They're, they're 
usually in bed by this hour, so I said I'd come down and show face. Well, you could have, you know, you could have said I would have met you, so you wouldn't look so forlorn and, you know, pathetic on your own. I could have accompanied you. Arathus forbid that I would be seen walking alone in a city I live in. <laughs> well, Dorothy didn't come on her own. Yeah. Yeah, a new, new helper there working in the, in the old alchemy department. Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot to do together. I did say it to her, but she said she was coming with her assistant. So I said, I'd better leave them to it. I thought it might be kind of a date thing. What do you think? Do you think they're on a date? Don't know. Um, kind of gives me a funny feeling. Oh, really? It's not like that. It's just say, well, you know, like, you know, like typical religious moon pendants. Yeah. Well, imagine an inverted one. He wears one of those. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, I was wondering maybe he's a ter- he had a terrible jeweler, but maybe it's something else. It's strange. Yeah, but maybe that's her type. Strange elf men. And she gives you a wry smile. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He was in my. They were in. Ugh, they were in my parents' house doing the flower arrangement thing. He just creeps me out a bit. I don't know. It's just that thing, I suppose. Yes, it is a little strange. I've never really heard of it, but I haven't. I haven't lived in the Elderglades for a very long time, so I don't really know what's the customary thing there anymore. Maybe there is a new fad of wearing different pendants. So what do you think of this gig? It's, if I'm honest, I'm a little uneasy. Um, Not because it's, I, I don't agree with it or anything, but I, I don't actually I don't know if I agree with it or not, but it, it, it's weird to see things that, you know, on my job, when we go around and, and document and map things out, it's just kind of like, oh, there it is, and we move on. It, it's weird to see stuff like that transported from there here. It's a weird mix of the, my two worlds. You kind of get what I'm saying? Sure, but this stuff is like all stuff that's been out already. It's like been in families for generations and stuff. Oh, I know that. I'm not saying these things were taken from, from places like that. I'm just saying it's weird to see things... I've seen things like this out and about. It's just weird to see them, you know, half submerged in grass two days ago to being on a cushioned dais here. Just a little strange. Okay, so you're saying you've seen a lot of things like this. And they're just, like, there. Yeah. I mean, like, she points up to the stage. Nothing, like, really up there. Maybe the odd thing like that, Mace. But, like these kind of smaller weapons that pottery definitely not those scrolls those things look mad crazy but a lot of a lot of, just a lot of these like older things like the saucepans <laughs> we don't just see saucepans ah that wouldn't be too exciting would it no no we see more than just saucepans <laughs> like melty goo things that you were talking about Yes, um, oozes. Okay, yeah, I have to work on that Pam pistol thing for you. See, now, what would have been strange if we saw an ooze here? I've seen pots inside oozes. That's how we first discovered that it was a movable ooze thing. Um, because we saw what we thought was a floating pot, but then the light hit it differently, and we realized that it was a big pile of goo carrying a pot inside it. 
Uh, when was the last time you were in the field? Oh, it's been months, Darby. I'm itching to go back. Uh, I'll make that palm pistol thing. Go for it. Yeah, definitely. As soon as I have time. So what you're saying is you don't have time to make me something. That's fine. Fine. Oh, I, I, I do have time, but it's just like, you know, I just got back and, like, Gimbal had made crap at the place. I'm only razzing you. So what's your job in all of this? Oh, just schmoozing, really. Oh, I'm I'm one to be schmoozed, am I? Well, I'm only schmoozing people I want to smooth. Hmm. So consider yourself lucky. Oh, I pray to Evandra every day just so that you would talk to me. Every day, and I don't come around every day. That's terrible. You have to pray know. harder. I do. You're right. Oh, right. Let me get back to drinking by myself while you get back to smoozing, and I'll talk to you later. How about that? Go on, yeah, and don't drink too much by yourself because it is pathetic, you know that. Fine. She necks the end of her glass and picks up another one from a waiter as he walks by. So, where to next, Mr. Flash Gear? Or are you just going to do some general room smoozing? Oh, you know where Derby's going next. <laughs> where is that? Oh, Derby's going to find an Annabella. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> I was like, which girlfriend has he not talked to? And then I was like, oh, of course, that one. <laughs> um, is also smoozing on smoozing duty. Um, Penelope is doing a little bit of it as well, but mostly kind of just staying near the entrance, welcoming people in and out, smiling, fanning herself, looking absolutely glorious. Um, Inabella and uh, Cadence are doing a little bit more going around like tapping people on the shoulder, asking them if they have everything they need, and kind of smiling affirmatively at everyone, uh, making sure everyone has a good time. So yeah, it's easy to to pick out Inabella um, walking around. So evening off? Uh, not really. I'm still at work, but it's it's something different. It's a different way to entertain a crowd, is it not? I suppose. <laughs> I need a word with you. That bottle of wine, you were supposed to share it. Oh, I was. Sorry. Is it all gone? It isn't. I haven't opened it. I'm pulling your arm. I don't know these phrases. Which one is it? Pulling your leg. There we go. Well, I I had other ones anyway, if you had nicked it and drank it all. No, it's just sitting in the cabinet, waiting to be drank. Well, as you know, great wine, terrible name, Halfling's Foot. Yes, really, someone should have been there at the inception of that wine to tell them that it's, it stinks. Well, I suppose he he does have a lot of land, so I suppose he kind of, he thinks he's important enough that he can just call it what he wants. And honestly, it's it's tasty enough that he can, so people still buy it, regardless of its name. It is memorable, though. So, what are you at this evening? Just smoozing or just, like, uh, keeping an eye out on things? A little column A, a little column B. I am, <laughs> I am working the room. Ah, how are takings? Pretty good. <laughs> so tell me, any gossip? Darby, you know I can and, and won't and shan't. Oh, come on, it's, it's me. Things with you. Anthony Juicy. Um, ah, my Anthony Juicy. The small one with the grey robe 
and the beady little eyes with the two big automatons. And the Embersoot clan member. Ah, Nova. Yeah. This isn't the first time that they've met. I can just tell it from them. Well, you know people. I just thought that was interesting. The elven guy over there with the very overly makeup lady on his arm. Who are they? <laughs> Who is she actually referring to? Your parents. She's my new favorite. (laughs) You are joking me, right? I am. I I know who they are. You look strikingly alike. I don't wear makeup. But your mother does. Yeah, you are joking. I am joking. I was seeing how you would react to me potentially having gossip about your parents, and it's actually quite hilarious. Go on, gossip. I have no gossip about your parents. Ah, there you go. Did you see the um, other elven gentleman new to Gizmobrook? Yes. Um, we have noted him. As I said, it is, it is our business to know people's business. He has so have here. you... Go on. He has been here a couple of times before, enjoying the shows, enjoying the cabaret. In the last few weeks? No, just in the last couple of days. Ah. I haven't seen him before that. At least if I have, I don't remember him. I'm pretty good at remembering faces. Not a pretty face, is he? <laughs> well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, after all. Ah, but you only remember the pretty faces. Oh, that is true. Then maybe I did meet him before and I forgot all about him. So, do you notice that in Strange? Come on, I know you got keen eyes, like myself. It was strange that uh, that dense guy is leaving over there. She points this out now, and you see um, Harvey leave, as was described in a previous scene. (laughs) I didn't think his kind would like this kind of thing. I thought he'd actually come here to shut us down. Well, you had a look anyway. You thought they'd shut down before I even started. Very true. Well, maybe they kind of support it. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, Maybe not in this economy. But one last thing I will say is that that Femwem fellow, he carries all of his riches on his hands. He hasn't got very deep pockets. Ah, oh, so that's very tricky. Mm. <laughs> oh, more so that he acts in the guise of a wealthy person, but I think he's very much not. He's going around looking at all these things with gold coins in his eyes. Just watch out for him. Fremwimp, gotcha. Yeah, I'll mention it to Ivor. Well, Darby, I better keep schmoozing and working. Well, break a leg, as they say. Thank you very much. Till next time, and maybe next time we'll have that wine. Yeah, Hodgkin's going to uncork it. <laughs> I'm not. Be- last time I tried to uncork wine, it, it like went everywhere. It was terrible. Yeah, and that's why you hire people to do it. I 
I did like have to use something out of the shop eventually the cork just fell into it and it just got really stuck and I'd run over to the shop and yeah it wasn't great sometimes you make things so much more complicated than they need to be I... but it's funny to listen to your stories sometimes Nobby. until next time and she gives you right that's three derby schmoozins great <laughs> give me a general persuasion check Schmoozing check. Schmoozing. Uh, persuasion, is it? Yes. Okay. That is a 16. 16, nice. Okay. Great. I might grab Nova and try and bring him over to Ivar, but I'll have a chat with him first. Go for it. Sure. Who are you going over to Nova? Yeah. Yeah, you, you head on over um, to Novar. He's actually um, quite close to the stage now, not quite talking to Ivar. Ivar's um, down at the other end of the display on the stage, talking to some other group of people. Um, but you, Novar is the kind of person that you hear before you see, even though he's quite um, a large presence as well. Um, and he's just kind of belly laughing, going, Well, I'll be, isn't that just something? Ah, oh, Darby, good to see you. Ah, Novar, I heard you were in the shop earlier. I missed you. Yeah, I missed you. What were you up to? Ah, oh, just getting ready for this. Yeah, Ivor, ironclad, of the ironclad clan. Yeah. Well, I was helping him a bit with this, but um, Gimbal told me you were interested and you might head down. Yeah, I said I'd, I'd come along. It sounds interesting. Gimbal was saying that this guy's got some sort of dwarven magic going on. So I said... Why the hell not? Come down and have a look. And also, he's a—he's an allied clan member. I gotta support, you know? I gotta at least be seen to be supporting, you know what I mean? Oh, so you guys are friends. I've never met him, but I've met members of his family, and he's met members of mine. So you're in for your order today and got your stuff? Yeah. All good? Yeah, delivered off that sulfur you need as well. Uh, all good, all spick and span. Say, would you like to... Beach said Ivar. Absolutely, if you've given me an easy way to shake that man's hand and introduce me away. Right, let's go. Let's go call her on. After you. So I'm going to make my way towards Ivar and introduce... Uh, so, uh, Ivar, um, Novar Embersut. Ivar Ironclad, Novar Embersut, at your service. It is good to meet you. Great to meet you too, uh... Novar Embersut. Embersut. How's it? Yeah, are you enjoying the uh, presentation? It, I must tell you, it's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting old stuff, but interesting all the less. It's I don't really know how much of it works or what much of it does, uh, but it looks fun. These things up here look the best, though. What what do we got here? Oh yes, uh, you've got a good eye. Uh, We've got mostly the, I think, the most magical of, of the lot around here. The most, uh, the rarest stuff. A uh, couple of magical weapons. Um, but honestly, I think the, 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 the crowning jewel of the collection right now is uh, this armor here. Just kind of completely ordained in, uh, in uh, the ancient uh, runes. Ancient mm. dwarvish runes. Well, I'll be, isn't that something? 
That looks something like my grandpappy will be buried in. It is actually a, a burial armor. Yeah, you're, you're not ah. right. It's wow. that is that's interesting though because I'm I had no idea that this practice had had kind of survived that to so recently actually because this is this is a very old suit of armor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Grandpappy. I think even Pappy was buried in something like this, and not not as not as uh, big and fancy looking, but it was it was something similar, and it had kind of some similar markings on it as well. Um, hmm. That is really interesting, actually, because I've that, that what you're saying right now can actually really help me with my my what I'm trying to figure out because um, you know this might surprise you, but um, this you know. Before, at least going back before the silence, the the, the act, our clans they weren't uh, they they weren't defined by certain families in their era. They were defined by runes that they actually used. Runes. Yeah, yeah. They each of these runes uh, of the of these six specific uh, sorry seven specific runes they have a bit of uh, magic in them. All of them. And just understanding how a single rune works and inscribing it in like armor or a weapon or a shield even, and carrying it on your person, it would act like passively on your person. And uh, if you wanted, you could activate it and, well, do almost like a spell through it. That is wildly interesting. Mm-hmm. That's some big stuff, and you, you've been studying all this kind of rune stuff. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. I, uh, to be honest, when I tracked down this, the first uh, bit of writings on this, I thought this was philosophy. I thought I was. Uh, I thought all of it was symbolic, you know. But uh, it it actually works once you. That is something else. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But um, specifically. This uh, this armor it it's tied to like this is from um, someone like a champion of Morden from uh, the Fire Rune Clan, the uh, Ild Clan. Ild. Hmm. And I kind of, I think he. If any clan is a fire clan, that's got to be us, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No. It it makes perfect sense, but like a lot can happen in a couple of hundred years. So I just. It it is like what you're saying. It's it pretty much makes it definite. I'd say that is in, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like folds his arms and like over the top of his uh, round belly and kind of leans back into himself and just kind of has a look up into the ceiling, contemplating. Um, and goes, "Well, Ava, this is all very interesting. I think the two of us could could." learn a couple more things from each other. We've got our own ways of doing magic in in our clans, and I think it would be a good way to keep keep the allied clans together. New way of prosperous between the clans. I definitely think so, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm in Gizmobrook regularly, and you can probably tell that I'm not often doing what many of my clansfolk do be doing. Uh, I'm more involved with bringing materials to and fro from the clan and, and helping out a lot of factions here in Gizmo Brook with materials they need for different projects and all their inventions and gizmos and watching it gigs. 
So I'm I'm around the city often. Um, oh. If you ever want to organize another meeting to talk talk about some runes, I'd be interested in seeing a little bit more of these, a little bit more up close and personal. Absolutely, I would. I would be honestly. I would be really happy to talk more about it. Like, if you're curious, there is actually a small. Um, I I did. I've actually inscribed a bit of a, a fire rune on something, and it's actually causing a magical effect. If you're curious, it's just on display there, and you can you can actually interact with it. It's a replica. Oh, you seriously? I didn't want to touch anything. Normally, you 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 go to these art places and you can't touch anything. You know, it's it's a it's a modern replica, and you know this is the Considerporium. You're you're meant to come here and uh, consider things. You know. Well, if that's what you're the one that made this Considerporium, if that's what you say, that's what I'll do, Ivar. Go for it. So, and he like picks it up, and he goes. So mm -hmm. do I just shake it, tap it? No, no. Yeah, tap the rune specifically. Um. Is there anything? Have you put anything into the goblet? Uh, yeah. There, there'd just be some water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He taps the rune and goes, "Oh, that little bit of steam." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it heats whatever is in it. Interesting. And he puts his finger into it. And he goes, "That is, that really is something." Does yeah. it keep heating it, or does it leave it at a certain temperature? It keeps at a certain temperature, but I have. Like when I first tried to create that, I wasn't. It wasn't a perfect replica. It was only at a lukewarm temperature. I reckon I can make it hotter. Oh, yeah. That could be very, very beneficial to many things. Mm hmm. This is very, very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. I think you might be onto something here. No, like it's it's just one of the things I've discovered here. You know, do doing archaeology, I've, I've discovered um whole like forgotten way of fighting, and there's there's just so much you can kind of like unearth in our history. You, well, I I fully believe you're right, and I wish you all the best. And discovering as much as you can, and if there's anything I can do to help that along the way, then count me in. I appreciate it. If there's anything I can do to help you out, let you let me know. Excellent. You staying around Gizmorok for long? I probably will be. You know, at, at least for the for like within the month at the very least. Absolutely. Um, and like, let me know where you're staying, and here's where I'm staying, and you you exchange deets. Mm -hmm. Um, he's got a, a small apartment. Um, in uh, Upper Downtown um, that he stays in when he's here. And you give him the address of the Topaz Axe. Um, you go, well, thank you very much, Ava. Um, thank you, Darby. Thank you for... I know you didn't quite invite me yourself. Gimbal did, but thanks for the notification of it anyway. It was good to catch up with you all. Oh, and speaking of Gimbal, he probably didn't mention it. But... Working on a prototype of percussion-tipped pickaxes. Percussion-tipped pickaxes. You got it in one. That you, that would that sounds different. I'm not gonna lie. It might take some convincing of the boys and girls down the mines to use something other than the pickaxes we've been using for centuries. 
But if anyone could do it, I think it might be you. Well, what it is, it's a little charge, tiny explosive cap you put on it, and it can just take a bit more with a blow. Supposing there was a particularly stubborn vein of rock. Oh, nothing's too summoned for the episode clan. <laughs> but I like how you're thinking. Well, when they're ready, we, you might want to give one a try and give it a test I'll run. Be the first to know. Absolutely. Well, first one's on the house. The next one, well, you know. <laughs> first one's on the house, and the next one's double price. I know how you work, Landry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm only jazzing you. There's two businessmen talking to each other. That's all it is. Right. Good catching up, Dobby. Good to meet you, Ava. I hope this is a long and prosperous friendship for the two of us. Take care. And Novire continues on. Anything else, anybody? I will let you know you have reached the end. Ooh. Either okay. you've made it to your five successes or failures. But if there's anything else, is there anyone else you want to talk to? Uh, or anything else you want to do to help finish it off? You're more than welcome. I feel like... So we, we could I, I'm fail sure. more, or we could succeed more? Is that what you're saying? Um, <laughs> or we could no. make something go the <laughs> yeah, other way. The, yeah, the score you've set is done. If you just okay, want to cool, do cool, more cool, like, cool. investigation or pee, any of that, go for it. Okay. But if um, not, if you if you're happy to just finish it up, everyone had a, a nice bit there, so I'm I'm happy if you're happy. But whatever else you want to do, we can absolutely do it. I just want to go. I just want to talk to everyone, but like I don't feel like that makes sense, so I'm going to leave it. <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, the the only person I kind of was like I, I'm not sure if I want to role play that, but I feel like uh, Ivor would have at least spoken to um, the head of military. Oh, um, um, Igor, uh, Igor is... assistant. Yes, uh, sorry, the their assistant. Yes. Yeah, yeah. More or less, just kind of you know, give them the here's rune magic, here's this martial art stuff. You know. Oh yeah, they 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 one hundred percent have shepherded themselves um, around to each station and absorbed as much as they can. So when they mm. come up to you, they are listening and intent. They speak even less words than um, than Harvey spell. did. Right. Um, it's a lot more nodding and thank you. And very good. Okay, um, okay. But they listen. Um, listen intently. They don't uh, they don't feel you don't feel like they're just kind of waiting for you to finish. They um, they are listening to what you say and they don't interact in any other way apart from that. Yeah, that's fair. That's completely fair. Uh, kind, to be honest, kind of expected with with their their general vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, I just kind of wanted to get an idea of what how they'd be, you know. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Anything else? I'm happy. Great. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So the evening goes quite well. Um. On the outside, anyways. You, the vibes you get, Gwen, as you're surveying are good. Mm-hmm. Stefan and Darby, as you're going around the room, uh, schmoozing and interacting with people um, in your different ways, you're getting positive reactions as well from the vast majority of the general public and from those um, other figures you've met. Um, Ivar, 
um, you um, I don't know how exactly you feel about it, but um, you have had majority of positive interaction as well. There's been everyone has interacted with someone who is a little bit put off by it, um, a lot of bit put off by it. Some people have left after finding out um, what these kind of items are. No one of note, um, mm-hmm. but there has been a small population of the public that have been like, not for me, rather not be here. I'm gonna go sanitize my hands. Um, <laughs> that's you know that's completely fair. <laughs> um, and then the not majority, but a good portion of the minority of the people here are just here because it is a boozy event at the midnight system, and they just kind of nod at you as you're explaining all of your bits and all you're talking to them. But look, you need those kind of people here to make the event feel like a good party as well. That's true. That's true. And who knows, like a. The the idea of people associating a good time with the consider form is probably a good thing altogether. That is a positive in itself. Well, yeah. They might see that name again and go, I drank way too much of that. I'll go again. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, we are near the end of time for the episode. So, I am going to call it there, but I am going to let you know that you have succeeded. Hey! Woo. Woo. Yes. How well you have succeeded, we will find out as we go and as the events of the Considerporium float out through the rest of Gizmo Brook and how all of the attendees react to us in the coming days. So, yeah. Everybody have a nice time at the Considerporium. Wonderful time. Lots to consider. Yeah. Any any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um, I feel like after all of this is said and done, and everything's been closed up, Ivor will just kind of. I I I I. I you probably won't see Ivor for a night or even a day. <laughs> I think Ivor's just gonna vanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just need to decompress. All of yeah. The <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it was a rip-warring event. Penelope had a wonderful time. It was a wonderful success. She definitely invites everyone back for Considerporium 2.0. Annabella and Cadence had a nice time, too, working the room and just doing what they do. Um, yeah, if there's nothing else, we will leave it there for this week's episode. And we will join the gang next week as they wake up for the day after. How hungover are they going to be from the Considerporium? We'll find out then. <laughs> and until then, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.